Grand Rising, beautiful soul family. I'm Coach Susie, and welcome to the Beyond Abuse podcast, a show about the power and benefits of using self-love and hope to overcome self-doubt, depression, anxiety, and panic attacks resulting from the trauma and abuse of our past. I love sharing my story, but I love showcasing other badass men and women who learn to turn their pain into purpose. And they're using that gift to help other men and women transform their mindset from victim to victor. Today, I have the pleasure and honor of showcasing Valerie Stancil, who is a certified holistic wellness coach, licensed massage therapist, certified Yanni Steam practitioner, certified Reiki master practitioner, and certified etheric touch practitioner. Her life mantra is, what I have been through will help you get through. Her passion is to educate, empower, inspire, and equip women to regain control of their life and wellness so they can live abundantly, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. She is a best-selling author, international speaker, domestic violence advocate, and contributing writer for Stay Focused Magazine. But she doesn't slow down there. She is the host of the Purpose for Wellness show and Beauty for Your Ashes talk show on Facebook every second and fourth Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome, Valerie. It is a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you doing today? I am doing so well, and thank you so much for um, having me. I am so excited um, to be on and to share my story. Like you said, it's so important that we get our stories out there so that people can see what pain can turn into. Yes, absolutely. So go ahead, go ahead, tell us. This is you. This is all about you. Right. How you turned your pain into purpose. Yes, I'm going to start um, in 2000 when my husband was diagnosed with a rare lung disease mm -hmm. and um, given two and a half to three years to live. Wow. You know, you go to the hospital, you know, you're just going to get some tests and mm -hmm. you do not foresee such a devastating event happening in one day. Mm -hmm. So I feel as though I went in as his wife mm -hmm. and I left as his caregiver. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for 10 years, he was doing fine. Mm -hmm. Then as the 10th year approached, we could almost set dates by the time that he would go to, you know, when it was time for him to go to the hospital. It was like every, um, the end of January would start into February and into March. Mm -hmm. And, you know, each year, it always happened around the same time, but it concurrently got worse and wow. worse every year. Um, so my asking God, you know, why this, why that, how come, what if, mm -hmm. what if I had done this? What if we had to did this differently? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so busy wallowing in my own, um, selfishness, mm -hmm. you know, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, now I'm a caregiver, you know, and if you know anything about being a caregiver, it's overwhelming, mm -hmm. underappreciated, and you work very, very hard. Mm -hmm. No one has to be a caregiver, you right. know, but, you know, that came with the territory. So I wanted to give it a hundred percent. So, you know, as I said, each year he got worse. And then 
my how comes, my whys, my what ifs, you know, seemed to be paramount to me. You know, like it was all about me. Mm. Um, but in actuality, it wasn't. You know, our journey, that 14-year journey wow. was for purpose. It was mm. filled with so much pain. Wow. Um, you know, being told that he had this rare lung disease and the, the, the disease he had was called pulmonary arterial hypertension, mm -hmm. which is um, not the equivalent of systemic high blood pressure, but it's high blood pressure in your lungs, wow. um, which causes narrowing, shortness of breath, you know, passing out. Mm -hmm. And then it eventually affect, affects the right side of your heart and that will cause your demise. No one lives wow. with this disease. Um, it is um, a death sentence, you know, wow. for lack of a better term. Um, so I wanted to do everything I could to help him. But like I said, in my helping him and my how come and my why was my purpose discovered in all of that pain. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the days that I would take him to the hospital, we were in, you know, Maryland, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. New Jersey, mm -hmm. you know, going all over you know, trying to extend his life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my whys and my how comes are exactly what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to tell our story, to um, tell our stories through different books, mm -hmm. to tell my story at caregivers conferences, wow. to tell my story um, to people for life after loss. You know, mm -hmm. when people think that there is nothing else going to happen after something as devastating as that. Yeah. And I always yeah. like to say that, you know, life is rude and disrespectful, mm. but it's what you choose to do with it that mm. matters. I could have chosen to be like, oh, you know, woe is me. Mm -hmm. Let me sit here and continue with my four year depression, yes. you know, after my husband passed, wow. you know, not going wow. outside, not wanting to do anything, you know, wanting to take my life mm. again, another selfish act because, you know, we, as people, as women, when I think we are confronted with devastation, mm -hmm. we want to get out of it. Mm. And sometimes mm -hmm. our getting out of it is in a selfish way, like taking your life mm -hmm. where you don't think, of the ramifications that your selfishness is going to have on someone else. Right. You know, what about my family? What about my daughter? You know, right. I'm taking my life to get away from this life. Right. But what is going to go on in their lives? Wow. You know, because I decided to take mine. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, fast forward again, you know, now I'm taking care of my husband and then, you know, he passes away and now I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my books, give me such a therapeutic healing mm -hmm. because writing is healing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we tend to, as women, as people, you know, want to carry that silence, carry those, mm -hmm. um, those hurts and those, you know, situations so deep inside, mm -hmm. you know, that we try and suppress them and press them down inside mm -hmm. thinking, you know, we'll just put them in there and they won't ever resurface. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let that trigger happen. Mm -hmm. Let that emotional trigger happen 
let that rage set in or or whatever situation those things are going to rise up as much as you push them down they find their way almost like weeds just getting mm-hmm. through you know the ground getting through the, the the grass to come up to that upheaval and now it's coming out of you mm-hmm. you know you're bleeding on everyone because you're miserable mm-hmm. and you don't want to do anything to help yourself so that's where all of the things that I've learned have taken me to purpose. And that is, you know, educating and empowering women. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think that there is no life after loss, mm-hmm. you know, and loss encompasses copious yes. types of loss. Yes. You know, it's not just loss of a loved one. It could be a job, a divorce, mm-hmm. um, your home. You know, look at, look at what just happened um, just last year, mm-hmm. all the loss that everyone yes. experienced, yes. you know, to the point that it, uh, it affected every one of us in some type of way, yes. mm-hmm. you know, so it's all of those things that I feel that we have to be able to break the silence and talk about mm-hmm. because every time those situations occur mm-hmm. and you haven't revealed it to yes. heal from it, Will you go back mm. to that that time, yeah. that day that that original trauma happened, Absolutely. and and relive it, mm-hmm. and you will relive it again and mm-hmm. again and again until you are healed from it. Yes, you can continue to think you're the strong woman. You can continue to walk around with that mask on, band aids, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And especially like I always like to say. Um, sometimes we use so many things to cover us up, you know, like Mm band-aids. And, you know, I came up with this analogy, like you put the band-aid on the sore and, you know, you leave it on for a couple of days and then you lift it up. You know, you want to see what's going on under that band-aid. Is Mm -hmm. it healed? You know, Mm -hmm. is it getting better? So you lift it up and it looks like it's, oh, it looks like it's healing. So Mm -hmm. you take it off. And then it starts to bleed again mm. because you didn't give it that chance to heal. You didn't reveal it wow. so that it could heal. Mm. You kept it covered, mm. still walking, trying to think that, you know, I can handle this. I'm wow. healed and you're not. Wow. So that's why I am so passionate about um, breaking your silence uh-huh. and removing your mask so you can heal. Yeah. Because, like I said, if you don't reveal it, you can't heal from it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to admit it, you you can't heal from it. You're just going to keep walking around with that mask on. And if that's what makes you happy, which I can't believe mm-hmm. that it does. No. <laughs> right, and continue to do that. But I just cannot fathom walking around like that because I walked around like mm-hmm. that. I walked around like that for four years, wow. you know? Yeah. I'm, you know, because everybody's like, you're so strong. You know, mm-hmm. your husband passed away. You're out here doing this. You're out here doing that because I didn't want to face the reality of mm-hmm. it, you know, and not until the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. My husband has been gone seven years wow. on the 18th of July. Wow. The pandemic made me grieve my husband. Wow. I never grieved him because I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Because I'm too strong. I don't need to do that. I mm-hmm. got this. I stayed busy. I worked. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a thing that um, I like to do with women. Um, it's called a um, grief camp or a grief journey. Mm-hmm. 
where you start at crisis mm -hmm. and then there's two camps the hope the cape the camp of no hope and denial and then there's the camp further up of new beginnings wow um and you need to go from crisis to no hope mm -hmm. to denial and then to new beginnings mm -hmm. but you can also access from crisis to new beginnings with a false bridge mm. and that false bridge allows you to to put that crisis wow. on hold jump right over to new beginnings and leave all of that other stuff there wow. that you feel as though you don't need to do you don't need to to grieve you don't need to have no hope you don't need to be in denial you ju you're just going to go by past that right i did that for seven years wow well the, well yeah no six years because this is the seventh year wow. six years and that day that you know we got told to stay in the house you know i was sitting here and it just hit me so wow. hard. I cried for days mm. because I didn't want to break mm. the silence. I didn't want to remove my mask mm -hmm. and I didn't want to heal. Wow. And until you are totally healed, will you ever be able to escape that feeling of, of moving to your next highest vibration. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do all the fake stuff, all the things you want to do, but until you get to that vibration that is so high mm -hmm. that you can be like, oh, what, you want me to do what? Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Okay, let's just brush that off. Uh -huh. But when you're down low, your, your uh, vibration is low, mm -hmm. everything affects you. Right. So I was low, I had no idea, mm -hmm. and the pandemic allowed me to see Wow. all the stuff that I didn't do because mm -hmm. I went from crisis to new beginnings on that false bridge. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is so important that we acknowledge yeah. whatever situation is in our life, yes. whatever circumstances in our life and, and heal from it. Yes, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't, you will be miserable. Right. You know, and you also have to realize that in this time, of healing, you also need to get some help. Yes. You know, you have to understand that it's okay to not be okay. Yes. And it's even better to go get help. Yes. So um, this whole, you know, 14 plus, you know, 14 plus seven, however much that is, mm -hmm. um, has been a journey of pain to purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's so funny because when you're in it, you can't see anything yes. good coming from it. Yes, yes. Absolutely nothing. Yes. I could not, you know, I, all I could think about is like, he's gone, you know, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, again, you know, just thinking of yourself, right. you know, and I just, because my husband did everything for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a really good husband and I think that's why I still miss him so much mm -hmm. today. But, you know, it's, I had to learn how to, to sit still and allow myself to heal, mm -hmm. you know, totally heal. Like I, I was like, yeah, girl, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm good. <laughs> I wasn't, you yeah. know, I wasn't. And I, and I thought I was right up until last year, mm -hmm. you know, when I sat in that chair and I realized my husband is gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in that time of, of the, in the, within that seven years, 
I also um, became a victim of domestic violence. Wow. Never addressed that. Mm. You know, I had to go to court. I had this man arrested, come find out he's a criminal. So I had to go to family court, criminal wow. court. Nope, I'm not going to address that either. Wow. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to keep going from crisis mm -hmm. to new beginnings mm -hmm. on that false bridge because that's easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all that just hit me mm. in my face like, wow, like somebody just took a right hook to my face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was just, it hurts so bad that you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to address it, mm -hmm. you know, with yourself, like you will with, with help. Yeah. You know, but then when that help is no longer there and you're still, you know, hurting from it, yes. you just, you know, for me, mm -hmm. I can't say that for everyone. For me, mm -hmm. I wanted to just be totally oblivious to it. Yep. I, it never happened. Let's just move on. Mm -hmm. You know, but then again, that domestic violence um, situation, mm -hmm. now I'm a domestic violence advocate. Right. You know, because my, my job is to help another woman not fall into the, the hands of predators, such yes. as he and, and all the other ones that, you know, are right. out there. Absolutely. You know, it was devastating again, mm -hmm. back to therapy, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm going to, you know, always um, promote therapy mm -hmm. because we need it. It's yes. not something to be embarrassed about. Yes. It is not the plague. It is not yes. something to be embarrassed about. Mm -hmm. You should be embarrassed because you don't want to go right. and get the help. Yes. You know, but that, you know, so I'm, you know, of course I've written a book about that. I just mm -hmm. finished that book. It's at the um, editors now, but each one of my lessons in life, I have learned to embrace mm -hmm. and to know that it is to empower another woman. Yes. You know, yes. because what I've gone through, you know, that is my thing. What I've gone through will help you get through. Yes. Why stay in that situation trying to figure it out, yes. trying to get past it when I've been through it and I can help you get through it. Yes, absolutely. You know, like they say, to the other side is through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my life has been, you know, very tumultuous. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, you know, my depression with my husband which I thought was the start of my depression. Uh -huh. You know, once I got help, I realized that I had childhood traumas never addressed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Childhood traumas that were never addressed mm -hmm. because how do you convey to your parents the things that they are doing and how they're affecting you? Mm -hmm. You know, because you don't want to say anything. You don't even know that, you know, in actuality, when I look back on it, did I know that they were affecting me that way? Right. You know, I had to grow up and look back and remember when my mom didn't want me. Mm -hmm. Remember when, you know, someone touched me that shouldn't have touched mm -hmm. me. And I really suppressed that. Wow. And, um, you know, my mom threatening to put me in a, in a home for girls. For what? What did I do? Wow. You know, but the thing that I realized what I did mm -hmm. was... I hurt mm -hmm. and I exhibited that, mm -hmm. you know, in any way that I could, because anything that I did, that was what I, how I got your attention, right? how I got your affection because it wasn't shown to me. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, and I'm saying all this to say that you have to look at your life and do, so, you know, some shadow work mm -hmm. and find out why these things are happening. Why are you bleeding all over everyone? Yes. Why are you unhappy? You know, and if it means that you have to go back to your childhood or back to that issue or that trauma, then you have to do it because yes. those shadows will overpower you. Yes. And until you get them to the point, and, and you know, shadow work isn't like a one and done. Mm -hmm. And it isn't like a week. <laughs> yes. It isn't a month. Mm -hmm. It's a forever work. It's forever. Yep. It's a forever work. And then, you know, as an energy healer, um, dealing with people, um, that is put in your face all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. did, am, I, did I, am I healed from that? Mm -hmm. Am I really healed from yep. that? You know, like you see so much, you hear so much, yeah. it just comes back to your face like, oh, mm -hmm. let me look at that again. Yeah. You know, let me readdress that again. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that is my life. And um, am I sorry for it? No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. No, I am not. Yeah. You know, because it has made me who I am today and um, given me the ability to help women, yeah. you know, and, and take on their pain. You know, as an empath, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I was somewhere today and, you know, people just want to come up and tell you their mm -hmm. story. So, <laughs> when my girlfriend's with me, she's like, oh my God, here they go. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, how did that happen? When did that happen? And why are you telling me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, that's our life, mm -hmm. you know? And I, if, if it was anything that I could do, I would love to be able to to save and heal the world, right. you know, because I take on everybody's pain. And then, you know, being in the health, um, being a healthcare professional for thirty some years, you know, my my health knowledge is vast. Mm -hmm. You know, like so when when somebody I'm like, so what did they do about that? Mm -hmm. And who, what kind of doctor did you see for that? Right. And what did they say? And you should ask them this. Mm -hmm. And you should do this. And they're like, you know, I did that. And, and they told me I should be doing this, just what you said. But it's just, that's who I'm created to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so I love my life and um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm -hmm. Especially when you've been through, you know, you do, you want to, you, you want to tell people, you want to show people, hey, I've been there. I've been where you were. Mm -hmm. I've been in that space of not having any hope, you know, wanting to take my life feeling depressed, like I've been there, you know, and, and I've been where you are, we're thinking all this pain that I'm going through has serves no purpose, but there is, mm -hmm. you, you got to get through, you got to get through. Just like you said, you got to do that shadow work. You got to go and dig deep. And I think that that's a lot of, it's scary. It's scary. Yes. It's scary yes. work. It is because it is. It is. there's a lot of stuff that people have you know, just like you said, people touching you, you know, like there's a lot of baggage that people have just buried and they don't want to yes. go. They don't want to go and heal it. So they, they, they pour themselves into work. They, they go over that false bridge until mm -hmm. something major happens. 
and they're they're forced to. They're in a sense forced to to face it. You got to face it. Yeah. You know, or either yeah. either you face it or you're going to you're going to leave this earth carrying that inside of you and living a miserable life. You're not going to experience the true joy and happiness that you can experience even with that pain. Even even yeah. with that pain. Because once you have actually stared that pain in the face, it no longer has the power over you. And then, yes, you might run into some people and see some stuff and it's like, whatever you see in them, it means that you need to work on it within yourself because it's not about nobody else. It's about you. So yeah. it's calling the attention to you to work on it within you because that's still something that you need to work on within yourself. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's very powerful. So what programs, what workshops, what services do you have to offer? Say someone who, you know, is has lost something, whether that be, you know, from a spouse dying or divorce or maybe even a child dying or um, some some kind of loss. What what services do you have to offer them um, to help them to get through? Well, one of the services I have is called a life after loss coaching program mm -hmm. um, and taking you through all those different stages, you know, of heart wounds, mm -hmm. you know, because heart wounds are not seen, but yeah. you feel them all the time and they're hard to remove. Mm -hmm. So I, I work with you to try to help you to identify those heart, heart wounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're in denial, you know, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I don't need any help. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things. And then, you know, getting a self-care regimen, a, a, a meditation um, practice, affirmation practice, you know, and working on those shadows and addressing them. Um, of course, I do some um, Reiki for them mm -hmm. and um, lots and lots of meditation. Because for me, meditation is mind over matter. Yes. You know, and it takes you to a whole different place. Mm -hmm. You know, and it allows you to return to center, to focus, and to have clarity. Yes. And with those three things alone, that can help catapult you to the next level. Mm -hmm. So I do that. And I have a workshop coming up. It is free. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you can go to my page, Purpose for Wellness. There's a link on there. You get a lot of free gifts mm -hmm. um, prior to the workshop. And then um, I'm going to be talking about the internal love affair. Mm -hmm. um, you know, self-care, mm -hmm. what self-care is, what self-care isn't, the dimensions of self-care, um, personal boundaries, another thing that's very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, of course, doing a little meditation, deep breathing, and then ending it with um, shadow work. I love that name. So that be, yeah. <laughs> the internal love affair, because that's really what it's all about, to really heal from all that childhood trauma, from all that pain. It really is learning to love all of you, everything about you, because we've been through that stuff, you know, like molestation yeah. and abuse. It makes you think that you're less than it makes you think that you're unworthy that you're not deserving maybe you didn't receive that emotional or mental support when you were a child and you don't know really how to receive that as an adult it's very important for you to go in and love yourself first i always tell people the best relationship that you could ever have is the one that you have with yourself because Absolutely. no other relationship matters if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you got to have a good relationship with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself. If you expect somebody else to be honest with you, 
You got to do that. And I love that name, the internal love affair, because that's what it's all about. It's really about falling that's in love with everything that you are. And so they, they can access that. Is that Purpose for Wellness on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Purpose for Wellness on Facebook. Um, and there's, I think I have one with a picture of me and then I have one with my um, logo. Okay. And you just click the link and it takes you right to sign up and then the free gifts start coming, like as soon as you sign up. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, there's some goodies there, like it's a self-assessment um, um, package that I have for you that we'll go over mm -hmm. at the workshop, you know, briefly telling, you know, so you'll know where you're lacking. Is it an emotional dimension? Right. Is it a spiritual dimension, mm -hmm. physical dimension? And what it is that you need to do to, um, amplify that, you know, right. to, to, to build that. And um, of course, personal boundaries, because people don't realize how important personal boundaries are. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to learn how to say no, make that a complete sentence. Stop <laughs> trying to always please everybody, mm -hmm. you know, to make them like you, yes. you know, and then that's how people become, um, you know, codependent, mm -hmm. you know, having, being involved in a toxic relationship. Right. So I think that all of the, all of the topics are needed. Mm -hmm. And it is something that you need to start a self-care um, program for yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, so I'll make sure that I put that also the link um, in the bio as well. But uh, we got a little bit under a minute. So before we go, is there any um, words of encouragement, uh, a little motivational quote or some wisdom that you could pour into uh, someone who maybe listens to this podcast or uh, views the YouTube video, what would you say to that person who is going through um, a loss or some kind of devastation in their life and they just don't know where to go or how to get over it? What would you say to them? One of the things I have created is this acronym called I am mm -hmm. that you need to identify, mm -hmm. you know, the issues that are going on in your life. You need to admit that mm. you need help, wow. you know, that you need help with these emotional triggers. Mm -hmm. You need help with your own self-esteem, wow. but you have to admit mm. that you need that. And then move forward to wow. hit reset, mm. you know, be willing to move forward to hit reset. So I am, and what are you? Mm. So that's what I like to say. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yes, that is amazing. Valerie, thank yes. you so very much for joining me on the podcast today. It has truly been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and your story. Um, thank you. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Yes, thank you. You go out and have an amazing day, okay? You as well. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All righty, you guys heard it. Oh my goodness, I am. I love when she said, admit, admit. We have to admit that we don't have it all together, that we don't have it all together. And you know what, it's okay. But you gotta be honest with yourself, baby. You got to admit that you need help, that you need assistance. You cannot do this thing alone. You know, when I first left, my abusive relationship, I went to counseling. Even before I even left that relationship, I started seeking out the resources. You got to seek out the resources. So many people feel like they're weak or 
I don't know. Like you're, it, it means that you're crazy if you go see a therapist, but it's no, you're actually able to talk about the stuff that you have been through and get it off your chest. A lot of people are dealing with so much stuff from their past and, and it's been buried, you know, childhood abuse and so many other things. They've just buried it. You can't, you can't move forward in your life. You know, you can't heal those issues, those internal issues until you admit, until you admit. I think that, I think that is the, the thing that really sets you free is, you know, admitting your part and some stories, admitting that there is an issue, um, because the more that you try to cover it up, the less you're going to heal. So. I thank y'all so very much for joining me today. I have had an amazing time today. Um, thankful and grateful for um, Valerie sharing her story, sharing her knowledge, her wisdom. Um, I will put all the links and information in the description box. Y'all be sure to go check out that free workshop. Like if you are struggling with self-care, self-love, and you know, just need a little assistance, go sign up. I'm gonna put the link in the box, okay? Uh, if you enjoyed the program today, the topic today, I invite you to subscribe to my monthly self-care newsletter where I provide tips, tools, and resources on loving yourself deeper every day. Once subscribed, you will receive my free ebook from Victim to Victor, How to Live an Empowered Life Beyond Abuse. The ebook was created to move you from victim to victor and help you live an empowered life beyond the abuse and depression of your past. It was created to push you and assist you with redirecting yourself toward a more peaceful, happier existence. All subscribers receive 25% off the five poetry book bundle, 15% off all products and free access to the uh, private Facebook eBooks mental health support community from victim to victor, how to live an empowered life beyond depression and abuse. There's a daily encouragement. There's daily encouragement, weekly challenges. I sometimes do daily challenges and weekly live Zoom meetings with Q&A every Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Subscribe to the newsletter today by visiting suzysuttles.com or by copying the link in the description box below. A special shout out of love and thank you to all my YouTube subscribers, podcast subscribers, and podcast listener supporters. I thank you for your love, kindness, and generosity. It is greatly appreciated. When you make a monthly love offering in support of this podcast, it helps to sustain future episodes and it assists the mission of A Mother's Touch, Inc., which is to provide co-parents and families with love, nurturing, guidance, and the resources they need to become a healthier, happier, more holistic version of themselves. We also assist men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence relationships and struggling financially. You know, I, I did all this because I want to be who I needed on my journey when I was leaving, when I was going through, when I was struggling in every area of my life. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast on Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, or YouTube, thank you. Thank you for being here. You know, you could have stumbled on somebody else's podcast. You could have stumbled on somebody else's YouTube, but I'm a firm believer that there are no coincidences. And I'm, I thank you for being here. And if you enjoyed the topic today, go back and listen. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. 
And if you really enjoy us, I encourage you to become a listener supporter. Your monthly support is greatly appreciated and accepted. If you or someone you know is in need of financial assistance, please visit www.amotherstouchinc.org and fill out the form for financial assistance. You can also make a love offering donation there or via Cash App, which is the dollar sign, A Mother's Touch, Inc., or Venmo, which is the at symbol at A Mother's, uh, a mother's Touch, Inc. Um, and remember, Mother's is spelled with a Z. That's all I got for y'all today. It has been powerful, hasn't it? And I hope y'all enjoyed it today. I thank y'all for joining me. But you know, before I let you go, I have to send a prayer of love out into the universe. So let's go ahead and do that. Dear universe, I love you. I love you with every fiber of my being. And I thank you for this gift, for this gift that you have placed in me. You know, I haven't always known where it would take me. And just like Valerie said, you, you don't see the purpose and the pain. But when I look back over everything that I have experienced, I don't regret a thing. Um, it has shaped me, it has molded me, it has built me for this. And I'm thankful and grateful. And I thank you. I thank you so very much. It is my hope my faith, my trust in you. It is that, what did she say? <laughs> internal love affair. Because that's the love that I have for you. That's an internal love affair. Loving you, loving myself. Loving myself enough to know that I deserve better. That I am worthy. And I appreciate you. I love you. And for every listener, viewer today, I ask for protection. Cover them with your love. Wrap your arms around their hearts if they're hurting, if they're in need. I thank you so very much. I thank you for being my provider, my protector, for being my wisdom, my guide, for showing me the way to It is a privilege and an honor to serve in this capacity. I don't take this for granted. I love being here, being me. And I know it took a lot to get here. I don't take this for granted. I love that I'm able to be a vessel to, to showcase other people. Because that's, that's who I've always been, an encourager, a supporter. <laughs> because I know I can't do it by myself. But when we lock arms with different people and we share those people with the world, others can get the benefit. Others can find their people. They can find these resources, these programs, these workshops. Because that's what we're here for. You know, just like Valerie said, you want to save the world, but you can't do it alone. You got to do it with others. And I, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to share others with the world and to hold.
hopefully help one more person because all that matters is if one person hears the message and they go out and they they heal themselves they heal their inner child then it's a domino effect because they're going to spread that message too because that's that's what happened for Valerie that's what happened for me that's what happened for Joy that's what happened for um, Sangeetha that's what has happened for everyone that I have had on this podcast thus far they have they have gone through the work and even if they just help one person then that person will also share their story so it's a privilege and an honor to serve in this capacity and I thank you it's a privilege and an honor to see another day <laughs> so with that being said let's rock it out let's get her done and so be it and so it is a man a man and a man I love you Thank y'all for joining me today. I love y'all. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing, and beautiful day today. From my heart to yours, as always, namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. I am Coach Susie and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew, and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, I left a 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, healthy, and holistic life, and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem. But I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggled to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally Movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally Movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, 
and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?